You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. How are you doing? Good. Good. What can I help you with? (laughs) Okay. So, sir, I've got a transcript that spans like four states because the Army. So, I've heard your podcast before of the other shoe on the foot. So, the other foot on the shoe. Well, you know. um, (laughs) One of those things. Yes. So, technically, usually it's the service member that's the one that's pursuing the degree and um that's what i've mostly heard about but now it's like the spouse is the one doing it and she's married to the service member so with that kind of comes some difficulties like the switching of schools all the time yep and also with um if you're a parent which i am i do have a five-year-old um daycare and childcare and all of this so my question is because of my lengthy transcript, I do not have any, um, like, uh, I guess, like a good, like, repertoire. I've been out of school long enough to establish a trend. The most I've had is, like, three semesters at my university, which was the University of Science in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And so um, I do have an upward trend on there, luckily, but I still ended up with an overall of 2.58. And okay. so, because of that, I'm trying my best right now to study for the MCAT, which I did register for June 30th, okay. and to kind of give myself a shot based off of all the independent research that I've kind of done, and like by listening to you and everything, to kind of try to get into Rocky Vista's um, Master's of Science in Biomedical Science, okay. to kind of give me like that fighting chance and to prove myself that I can do this. Because I know I can, I just need that shot. And finally, and luckily, um, everything's been stable now. So while I was doing my undergrad, my husband's job was very um, tumultuous. It was like up and down. And he was a drill sergeant for three years, which that is a whole nother thing. (laughs) And on top of that, he had some issues as well, um, like heart issues that really took a toll on our family while I was taking 19 credits because I thought we were going to move. Yeah. So, and then we didn't. So that, (laughs) that was, that sucked. But um, yeah, that's basically the gist of it. I hope I gave you some background. I'm kind of, I'm sorry. I'm nervous. So I'm kind of like jittery. So what's your question? Oh, okay. So my question is, (laughs) do you think, I'm so sorry. I thought that was in there. No, you're okay. (laughs) Maybe it was, maybe I missed it. Uh, Okay. So I guess my question is, um, with my GPA, given what it is, is 2.58. Is that that your cumulative GPA, 2.58 across all of your credits, all of the schools? Yes, sir. And you said you do have an upward trend over the last... 20 credit hours, if you were to estimate, what is your GPA over the last 20 hours? Um, let me look. I have my transcript here. So probably about, so one of them was 16 credits, another one 18, 19, and they were all only two C's and the rest of them were A's and B's. What was your GPA? Does it, do you have that calculated or no? 
I, I don't. Okay. Um, so, okay. So on here, it says a, on one semester was a 2.94. Okay. On another one, let me move this over. Uh, 2.50, a 4.0, and a 2.83. Okay. Your GPA is not where it needs to be to apply to medical school. Yeah. But I think okay. you knew that. Yes, Maybe. I do. Which is why you talked so. about doing this master's program at Rocky Vista. Right. So in in your shoes, you should cancel your MCAT. Luckily, we're in a time with COVID where you can cancel the MCAT and get your money back. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Cancel the MCAT. Yeah. You're not taking it this year. You have you, you should not apply to medical school this year. You should not take the MCAT this year. You need either a formal post-bac program or a master's level program or a special master's program, which I think Rocky Vista is a special master's program. You need, mm -hmm. you need a program and you need as close to a 4.0 as possible. Okay. The, so. the, the goal behind all of this is to prove to the medical schools that you are academically capable of doing well in medical school. They don't mm -hmm. want to accept you no, no matter how exceptional of a person you may be, they don't want to accept someone who is going to fail out of medical school. They don't want right. someone who is going to fail their board exams. And so you have to, you have to demonstrate academic capability and you haven't done that yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I guess, my thing is that um, I wasn't going to apply to medical school this year. Absolutely not. What I was trying to use the MCAT for was to get into the um, Rocky Vista's master's no. program. Do, do, not apply yeah. to, do not apply to a program that requires an MCAT. They, okay. th those programs are, n are not for you. You need a program that's okay. going to help you with your sciences to build that science foundation so that you can do well on the MCAT. I do not understand why these programs out here require an MCAT score. Okay. The, the whole point of the yeah. program is to help you get better. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and trust me, I understand why they want it. They want to make sure that they are accepting students who are already going to be academically capable but who maybe need the sciences because they were not science majors in college. Or students who really struggled early, who ha have done better academically, who do well on the MCAT, but think that they need to do a master's program to get into medical school. And so they're preying on the naive students out there who don't know any better. And then ultimately what they're doing is they're screening students who do well on, a, on the MCAT to potentially accept only those students who do well on the MCAT because it'll make their stats look better on the other side. To go, oh, look, 99% of our students get into medical school. I'm like, well, duh, you pre-screened, right? You basically did the medical school's job for, for them by screening out students who you didn't think were going to be good enough. All you did was accept students who were already academically capable, and you just charged them $50,000 to continue to prove that. I, yeah. I, I can't stand those programs, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, there are a lot of them. Uh, and, and so you you have not yet, right? And I keep, I keep focusing on that yet. You have not yet, whether it's just 
life circumstances of, of needing to PCS every couple of years because of your spouse, being a mom and, and just trying to balance all of that stuff, you haven't yet succeeded improving academic abilities. You just need to do that. And and whether or not from this point forward, you're in a stable situation, you're not going to move anymore, you have good child support, all of that stuff, if you think you're ready to continue forward, what you should be focusing on and telling yourself is that from this day forward, I need to get A's. B's are not acceptable. C's are definitely not acceptable. I need A's from this point forward. And if you don't think you can do that, then take a break. Make sure that life is in order so that you can go back to school and do that. Because you can't continue to get C's on your transcript. B's are not acceptable moving forward, right? A B's not going to kill you. But with where you're at, you need A's to prove academic ability. Okay. So from this point forward, so I should, instead of, so put this pipe dream in the drawer, so forget about Rocky Vista for the time being. Um, so should I go back to UCCS? Because I did take um, OCHEM 2 and Physics 2, and I got a B and an A okay. in those. Um, so I could go back there, I guess, and just retake some things, maybe like the, the C stuff, like biochem was a C. I know that for sure. Um, and maybe some stuff that's older, I can redo that. Um, just my only concern is that, um, the amount of time it's probably going to take, is going to be a while to get that up to the 3.0. For, for there's a where, lot of weight on that yeah. GPA. For where you're at, you probably will never get to a 3.0. And so yeah. there, there, there are two options. Either you just focus on your post-bac GPA and your trend, mm-hmm. meaning your last 40 hours, your last 60 hours, whatever that looks like for you, needs to be as close to a 4.0 as possible. Or you just you ditch your undergraduate GPA and you do a master's program. But don't do a master's program that's going to require an MCAT to get in, right? Because because you're not ready to take the MCAT. You you okay. yeah. don't have a solid science foundation yet, and maybe even with a master's program, you should go back and retake biochemistry because you have a C in it. Biochemistry is huge on the new MCAT, and so maybe you should do that. There there are lots of ways to kind of piece everything together, but. Your undergraduate GPA, if you were just to do the math, you would probably need 130 hours to get up to a 3.0, right? Yeah. That's a lot yeah. of work. I and did just... the math and I was like, no, yeah. no. What is it? What is the number? Um, It was 165. Yeah. Like roughly around there. Yeah. My I'll mine was like just that. a random guess. That was pretty close, right? It's <laughs> yeah. a lot of hours and, and it's just, it's it's futile at that point. Right? That's like a whole nether two bachelor's degrees. And that's a lot of money and a lot of time. And so yeah. you're going to have to just go, you know what? My undergrad is what it is. I can't change that anymore. But I can go to a master's program, a, a hard sciences master's program, and and I better get a 4.0. Right? If it's a 3.9, okay, great. right? But it, it you should be telling yourself, 
I have to get a 4.0. And then while you're doing your master's program, potentially retaking some of these undergrad classes, because the master's level coursework isn't going to prepare you well for the MCAT. And so you're going to have to do that as well. Okay, so I'm going to have to take more classes and also do my master's as well. Probably. Got it. Okay. Yes, but Hello, again, again, don't don't focus on programs that are going to require the MCAT because you're just you're not ready to take it. And so r- relying on a program that's going to require the MCAT is just counterproductive because you're going to struggle with the MCAT and you're not going to get into the program and that's just going to delay your whole process. And so focus on the programs that you can start now without an MCAT do well, and then let everything else fall into place. Got it. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I'll just close this book here. (laughs) Yeah, we don't, we don't like Kaplan anyway. That wasn't going to help you. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. So this is like a whole nother like life changer because I really had like this whole timeline set up and like, I was, I mean, I did talk to someone on the admissions committee at Rocky Vista and they just basically were like, yeah, rock your MCAT and you're straight in and you'll be okay. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah. And, and there are people out there who struggled in undergrad who have terrible grades in the kind of the core prereqs that are on the MCAT who end up doing well on the MCAT, but that's usually a unicorn. Most students mm-hmm. who struggle with their undergrad courses are going to struggle on the MCAT because to do well on the MCAT, you have to have that core foundational knowledge to do well on the MCAT, right? The MCAT is much more than a content test, but you have to have that foundation of content to do well. And mm-hmm. and sure, maybe you could sit there and study and study and study and study and, and, and crush it. Have you taken a diagnostic MCAT yet? I have. Yeah. I and did. and, and so- let me, hold on. Before you tell me your score, my assumption is that it's probably around 486. How do you know that? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that exactly what it is? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did I know that? Because I've done this enough, right? And it's just, it was a random guess. Uh, but because you struggled in your core science classes, that's the score I would expect. A, a quote-unquote normal diagnostic score for students who didn't struggle in their core science classes is closer to a 496. The 486, I guessed, because that's the score that I would see with students who don't have the science foundation. And, and yeah. students will go, well, then I'll just read the books. And sure, maybe, maybe, but step one should be go and learn the material again in a course because you're going to have to do that anyway to prove academic That's ability in, in, for medical school. So go back and, and retake some of the core sciences on, the, on an undergraduate level and go do a master's program and just kind of cut ties with your undergraduate GPA. Don't even, don't even worry about that anymore other than for every class you take, whether it's master's or gradu- uh, uh, undergraduate level, get A's. Got it. 
It's definitely doable. Like I said, I know I can do it, especially yep. now. Um, it's just, oh, yay, I have to go back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more time, it's more money, but if this is what you want, then it's just the, the work that you have to put into it. And, and I, I think as long as you look at it from the perspective of proving to yourself that you're academically ready for medical school, because medical school is... is Everything that you've done so far is is elementary school, right? Me- medical school, completely different level in terms of knowledge and rigor and volume of information. And so what you should be focusing on right now is not, oh, I need to do this for the medical schools, but really honing in and focusing in on your own study habits, your own study skills, because you're going to have to need them. You're going to need them for medical school. Yeah. Okay. Um, so obviously I can't do it simultaneously as taking a master's program and retaking courses. So I should retake some courses first. I could? Yeah, you could do them at the same time. Okay. So that's what I was, I guess that was my getting at my next questions. Like, so how do I, plan this out so how many do i know is enough for the classes i'm going to be retaking if i accumulate a certain amount of hours like 60 or something yeah i I think you should just you should do a master's program uh i wouldn't do like eight credits of master's coursework and then apply i think your master's program should be a full like year or two year long master's program to where you have 30 credits or 40 credits of a master's program under your belt. And then Mm -hmm. the, however many credits for the different classes that you need for your core science foundation for the MCAT, whether that's retaking biochemistry, organic chemistry, physics, whatever courses those are that you need. And maybe you, you'll realize that you should maybe retake all of your prereqs. It's, it's hard for me to determine right here. Okay. Okay, well, luckily not all of them are C's. Good. So it's just like ones and twos. It's just like picking, you yeah. know. It's not like the whole thing, thank God. Good. Um, <laughs> but okay, so now it's just looking at stuff that doesn't require um, a jury or an MCAT, actually. Because mm-hmm. looking at most of them, it's either one or the other to get in. Yeah. That I've seen, mostly. Okay. But I guess so. That's it. I mean, you, you thanks, Dr. Gray. You turned my life upside down by two o'clock. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. <laughs> right. This is uh, the the uh, kind of message of the day. Uh, the the batch of Ask Dr. Gray's I've recorded today. I've I've prevented people from kind of going down a path that's going to waste time and money that you just don't need. Yeah. No, that is very true because I, I mean, as I was going along my MCAT prep, as I saw it, I was like, okay, this isn't too, too bad. I was kind of structuring it the best way that I could and retaining a lot of information. But at the same time, honestly, if it was just going to be a long shot, then I really don't want to put myself through that. And then I'm just going to get discouraged and I don't want to work in a lab forever. Yeah. (laughs) Got it. All right. Well, as I said, right, yet is the key word for you. You haven't proven it yet, but just small tweaks here and there, making sure that you're ready for the next steps, making sure that you're getting those A's and you can overcome anything that's that's happened previously. 
Cool. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Gray. I'm going to get on that like immediately, actually. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group. 